What's up, pouty people? Hi, this is Elle Laricella, your host of Pout Palace Podcast. And this is our first official episode where we're actually going to be talking about things. I did make an episode before this as a little introduce me type of thing where I kind of gave you some insight about who I am, just a little snippet to hopefully give you a better picture of what this podcast is going to be about and what I am looking forward to talking about with you guys. So today I thought we could start out by talking about bad therapy advice. That is a hot topic, apparently. And I took to Reddit and went through some of the uh, the threads. There is a thread literally called what is the worst therapy advice you've ever received. And I thought that that would be a good place to start. But before we begin with that, I would just like to say hello. I hope all of you guys are having an amazing week. I am recording this episode at the end of August. I don't know when I'm going to release it, but the end of August is approaching. Fall is in the air. We had our first chilly night last night and my husband and I sat outside and just enjoyed the crisp air. I love the fall. I am such a fall girl. I cannot wait to do all of the fall things. You can call me basic if you want. I don't care. The more I grow up, the more basic I become. I can't wait to go pumpkin picking, going to the apple orchards. I live in a very small town in New Jersey, and there are a lot of places to go and do fall type activities. I really want to take a trip to Vermont or New Hampshire or somewhere in the fall to see beautiful foliage. New Jersey does get really beautiful uh, September, October when the leaves start to turn orange, but it really doesn't last that long. And I'm really in the mood for some beautiful orange leaves. I actually already decorated my house for fall. I know that it's a little premature and I promise I'm not one of those girls who starts decorating for Christmas in November. I'm not, I promise. But when it comes to fall, I feel like fall slash autumn, not to be confused with Halloween because fall slash autumn is a feeling. It's a season. It is the time to go outside with a cup of coffee in the morning, have hot apple cider, eat apple cider donuts, go hiking, do all of that fun quintessential fall stuff. Halloween is just like a day. If It could be like a week, I guess, if you party and, and go trick-or-treating and all this. I don't know. Are we too old for trick-or-treating now? Tell me your thoughts. I mean, I am 27 and I haven't gone trick-or-treating in a while. And this is my second year in my house with my husband. And last year, he ended up going out because I wasn't actually feeling too well. So I put the bowl of candy out for the kids. And I don't even know if I got trick-or-treaters because I just left the bowl there. But by the time I got out there and took the bowl back inside later that night, there was, you know, maybe like half a bowl left of candy. But anyway, we'll do a whole fall episode, uh, spooky season, I call it. But... I am sitting here right now at home looking at my beautiful dog taking a drooly nap all over my couch 
and I have my maple scented candle on that I got from CVS, if you can believe it. I am feeling very folly right now. And pumpkin spice actually comes out tomorrow or the next day, I think. And I got to be honest with you guys, I'm not a pumpkin spice latte type of girl. I might like doing all of the stuff for fall, but I just like don't like the taste of pumpkin. I'm a really picky eater as well, but I subscribe to the whole pumpkin spice latte agenda, if you will. Like I love everything to do with the fall season. I love the smell of cinnamon in the air. If there is the smell of cinnamon in the air, I don't know. I almost forget, but I love it so much. I do want to complain for a second about the people who think that they can just shit on the fall girls, okay? Let me just let me just shout out those people for a second because us fall girls take our season very seriously. I also want to mention we are not Halloween girls. Halloween girls are a different breed of people, okay? They are the people who could have jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins and Jack Skellington or whatever the hell it is up in their house like all year long. I am not that kind of person. It's almost like Disney adults in the sense that they are so obsessed with Halloween and scary movies that it becomes their entire personality just like Disney adults. And I am just not that person. But, you know... You can like whatever you want to like, but fall is just the best season, in my opinion. It, j- it just is. I don't like being too hot in the summer, and I don't like being too cold in the winter, so fall is just the best in between. Okay, that's enough for now, but you can look forward to a- another episode every Tuesday, and please give me a follow, you guys, on Instagram. That is the best way to get updates and uh, behind the scenes information on the podcast. If you go to Pout Palace Pod on Instagram, and I will be posting medium amount. I promise I won't spam you guys. I'm not like a huge social media person, but I feel like I can do social media. I like TikTok as much as a millennial can like TikTok. I also don't subscribe to the TikTok rhetoric. I'm sorry, the millennial rhetoric. I am not, I don't use that as a defining characteristic of who I am and my personality. I would say I am a zillennial, if anything. I was born in 96, so I feel like that makes me qualified to like both Gen Z things and millennial things. But yeah, so we can just get into it. I am going to make this episode on bad therapy advice. And I'm going to also put a podcast poll uh, about the worst therapy advice you've ever received. Um, or, you know, maybe I think it's a q and I don't know. I'm still learning. Okay. This is my first real episode. So bear with me. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to start out with my horrible experience in therapy. And I am going to get real raw with you guys here. I have been through a moderate amount of therapy. I wouldn't say that my issues are 
I, I don't say, I don't think I have any issues anymore, <laughs> um, like major issues. But growing up, I did struggle with an eating disorder starting from age 12 until about my uh, sophomore year of college. And then I ended up getting treatment and getting healthy. And I actually had an amazing therapist in high school who helped me overcome that and give me the tools to treat my body with more respect. And that's like an ongoing problem. I am a mid-sized person. I'm on the shorter side, I guess, average short. I don't feel comfortable in my body most of the time. And that's a whole other topic. But I do want to just, before we get into all these terrible experiences that people have had with therapists, I do want to point out that therapy is an amazing tool when it's done and used correctly. And shout out to all the therapists out there. You guys are really, you can be incredibly helpful people and, and, and people rely on therapy to overcome some really traumatic events in their lives and mental illness. And it just takes a very strong person to be a good therapist. So I want to just say thank you to all of the therapists out there who are actually doing their job and not just re-traumatizing people. So with that, I will tell you guys about my horrible therapist story. And it all starts with better help. Yes, I know you've probably heard so many podcasts, especially advertising BetterHelp, but I have to tell you, I hate BetterHelp. I, I'm not even joking when I say, give it maybe like three or four years, there's going to be documentaries out there about traumatic BetterHelp help situations. Like there will actually be a Netflix special or something on it. Just mark my words. I'm calling it here first. Netflix, you owe me royalties if you take my idea here. But I don't agree with anybody advertising better help because for me it was traumatic. I've also seen so many traumatic stories online, on TikTok, people talking about their horrible experiences with these these quote unquote licensed therapists. I don't even know if, if that's true or not. I feel like anyone can just get on better help and be considered a, a qualified therapist or counselor. And that's kind of what happened with my husband and I. So we were dating probably for this is like two and a half, maybe like two years into our relationship. We loved each other very much. And we this was before we had gotten engaged my husband actually told me that he was planning to propose to me earlier than he did but the this therapy session that we did actually ended up making him wait and what happened was i suggested that we do couples therapy because we were at the time having intimacy intimacy issues i'm not going to get into it i want to respect his privacy but we went to a therapist through better help and I actually and I did use a podcast code or whatever to get money off or something I think this was during the pandemic as well so we thought hey great idea let's go online and do a video conference with the therapist and just talk about how we're having problems connecting with each other um intimately so we get on and there's this woman therapist she's probably in her like 50s um and I remember right off the bat, she really bothered me. I don't remember why exactly, but she just, 
I don't know. She had this weird vibe about her. I'm a really good judge of character. And immediately I was so put off by this woman. But it became clear when she was listening to our problems that she really only wanted to hear James, my husband, speak. She didn't actually care about what I was saying. And she clearly took his side from the beginning and almost was flirting with him in a sense. It was so bizarre. And basically the outcome of that situation turned into her telling me that I should leave James because I am not good enough for him. And as somebody who has struggled with self-esteem issues for her whole entire life, that was really like, that was such a blow to my ego, my confidence, my confidence in our relationship. It was really, really traumatic. Um, we ended up obviously having a huge argument about this, my husband and I, or my boyfriend at the time, because he was like, what the heck is this lady saying? And I was like, I don't know, but maybe she's right. And it just became this whole thing. And she created a really unnecessary break in our relationship and, and our our, sol our solidity and our trust in each other. And she told him, you know, you're better off finding someone else because eventually, this is the kicker, eventually down the line, you're going to find somebody else that you, that will, is willing to give you what you want physically. And you're going to just end up cheating on her and her being me and leave her. Um, yeah. So that was horrible. So I hate better health better help. I do not recommend it to anybody, but just wanted to get into, I just have a couple Reddit posts here, um, that are similar and I kind of want to just, just read them. Like I said, this is from the thread worst therapy advice or what is the worst therapy advice you've ever received? So there is one, we're going to start off and it says, this is from garbage goat. It was posted two years ago. It says, I once had a therapist go off on me about my social anxiety issue and lack of friends, telling me if I would only conform to social norms in my appearance, I would have friends. It was 2002. I had bright hair and a few small facial piercings, nothing too crazy. He said it in, a, in such a way with such disgust towards me, I left crying and never returned. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, garbage goat. I feel horrible for you. And I can completely empathize with you. I have been told all my life that I need to conform more in one way or another. I think that that is so horrible. This doesn't have any comments, but um, basically... <laughs> I just feel, I feel so horrible. I'm so sorry. That's actually so despicable for somebody to say. And that's why people are afraid to go to therapy. So I empathize with this because I am one of those people who has dyed her hair three million times. I literally have had every hair color under the sun. I had a nose piercing. I have tattoos. I am not so alternative looking anymore but growing up I changed my appearance all the time because I really had to struggle with my identity I had no idea who I was what I wanted to be where I wanted to go with my life so I experimented a lot with my appearance and dyeing my hair was one of those things that my parents absolutely hated and just didn't get and I remember being treated differently in school by people when 
or just even in public, really, when I had different colored hair, like I just gravitated more towards being friends with people who also look just as alternative as me. And I, I, I feel so horrible for this person, too, because they're just trying to express who they are or find who they are through altering their appearance and getting to... I don't know, try to figure out who they are, basically. So I completely emphasize with that. And I'm so sorry, that sounds horrible. And that that therapist should be ashamed of themselves. But anyway, moving on to the next one. I have severe ADHD. And one therapist said that all I need to do is just do the work and you'll get good grades. Yeah, no shit. Like I haven't been trying to do the work for the past five years. I chose this one because this also rings very true to me, as well as I'm sure a lot of HD, H, ADHD people, sorry. Um, first of all, raise your hand if someone has told you in your life that you're not applying yourself. Raise your hand if some, or we'll do the put a finger down thing like they do on TikTok. Put a finger down if a parent or a teacher has ever told you you're just not applying yourself and if you just tried harder you could succeed I mean what why is that advice that people think anybody with ADHD wants to take like obviously I'm trying my best I have ADHD it's not like I can just flip a switch and automatically be great at math or science or whatever and I didn't actually have any type of medication growing up and I really should have because I struggled a lot in school especially in the areas that I really just didn't care about like I I didn't really understand math or or science or anything having to do with numbers or data my brain just can't wrap my mind around it but specifically I don't I don't like to learn or try to learn things that don't matter to me and that is a symptom of ADHD as well I just tune out and I can't help it luckily um when I was in college I and I I dropped out actually my sophomore year of college I dropped out but I was able to find a wonderful um therapist and I was diagnosed with ADHD finally and I was put on medication and it really helped I mean really really did and then I eventually went to community college um in my hometown which was amazing and because it was so geared towards the profession that I wanted which I figured out along the way I was able to really excel and it was wonderful so I just I want I feel so bad this was also, by the way, um, submitted by someone called Woe Boof. Boof? I don't know. That sounds like a dirty word. But but they were, they were given the actual worst advice you could possibly give someone with ADHD. Oh, just apply yourself and you'll, you'll do fine. Like, that never works. So please just stop saying that. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. This is just a snippet of what's to come. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and if you're looking for any more episodes on my uh my page please give it a give it a like give it a listen give me a follow 
give me everything, your firstborn child, you know what I mean. So if you want more information, you can follow me on Pout Palace Pod on Instagram. And there will be, like I said, a Q&A on Spotify where you can give me your worst therapy advice. I am going to wrap it up here, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to another one on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening and don't stop complaining. Bye.